Welcome to the Multi-Purpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. Here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. It's that time of year where we're wrapping up another school year. I don't know about all of you, but I am looking forward to not chasing my kids around to figure out whether they've submitted their online assignments and filling my summer with road trips, day trips, and just some relaxation. Around this time of year, PTOs and PTAs often reflect upon what worked and what didn't this past year. I know our PTO spent some time doing that. As part of that, you often look back at your fundraisers and see which ones were successful. And inevitably, in all the Facebook groups that I'm in for PTO and PTA leaders, somebody will ask the question, what were your most successful fundraisers of your last school year? So that you don't have to go digging around across multiple groups, or if you're not a member of the groups, I wanted to share the top fundraisers of this past school year. I've broken them down by the approximate amount you can make based on the feedback from schools around the country. I'll give a few details on each, but we do have specific episodes on specific fundraisers that you can search for at your convenience. So the first one, and a couple people have reported getting about $100,000 from this fundraiser, so cha-ching, big money there, is just an annual giving campaign. Some schools don't do any fundraisers except for this one. It is just an ask. Please donate X amount per family. Some of the things that schools report make this a successful fundraiser is to give that number. What are you looking for? To share your goal. What are you targeting to raise in this campaign? To show progress against that goal as you're going through the campaign. And also to share where the money will be used. Why are you fundraising for your PTO or PTA? The other key to success here is to have it open for multiple weeks. The most common I've heard is three to four and post about it every single day. This can be a lot of work, but it is definitely worth it. And it really is only a few minutes of time each day. It can be a reminder. It can be a progress report. It can just be some links to where they can give or where they can find more information, but make sure that you're posting across multiple platforms. The benefit of this is that busy parents appreciate just straight up giving money and not having to jump through hoops for some event or to fundraise a specific amount. Corporate matching can be key. In fact, some of the schools reported receiving about 25% of their total amount raised from corporate matching. So remind people to check with their employers, whether there are matching programs, and give them some tips on where they might be able to find that information. The second moneymaker that can make 100,000 as well, although sometimes it's much less, is the auction. 
Schools reported around 20,000 to 100,000 for this one event. Many of you are familiar with auctions. We've done a number of episodes for auctions, but essentially it is an event getting your community together or potentially online where you auction off items that have been donated. The plus side about an auction is that most of the items are donated, so you don't have the costs of that. The downside is you do have the costs of running an event, and there is a lot of time invested in putting that event together. There are some keys to running a successful auction, including engagement, top-selling items that are a draw being placed at the end of the event so people stick around, having a silent auction component, and even a raffle component. If you do do a raffle, keep in mind there may be lottery restrictions in your state, so just be sure to look into those. It may be a hoop you need to jump through in order to offer a raffle. The third type of event is a fun run. So leaders report raising about $20,000 to $50,000 for a fun run. One of the keys to success here is to have business sponsorships. So having businesses sponsor your event and giving them either a shout out or a banner at the event can really help to fundraise additional dollars there in addition to what the students are fundraising for their particular running. Some PTAs use Boosterthon or other companies to run the event. It makes volunteer efforts a little bit lighter, but it does cut into your profits. Another thing that leaders have reported being very successful is to make it a color run. So you would give out white t-shirts to the children and you would spray them with various colors as they run through the fun run course. You can actually charge for specialty colors or multiple colors as opposed to just a single color, and that can boost your fundraising, but it also really ups the fun for the kids. A related event, although not as commonly mentioned, is a walkathon or danceathon. Again, another physical activity. These tend to be on the lower end, closer to that 20,000 or even down to 10 based on feedback that we've seen. But similar idea where the kids are going out and getting pledges for doing some sort of physical activity. If you do it in person, you can still go down this business sponsorship path. If you do it online, it depends what kind of platform you use, but you can configure that to do business sponsorships as well. The fourth item is actually more of a category. It is the catalog slash retail sales. Leaders have mentioned Cherrydale, World's Finest Chocolates, popcorn, either through one of the gourmet popcorn companies or doing it on your own, cookie dough, seize candies, wrapping paper. All of those are popular fundraisers to do throughout the year. Note that many of them have a tiered system where if you reach a certain amount of sales, you get a higher percentage back. Leaders report that when they share progress towards that higher percentage with parents, they tend to reach that higher percentage and therefore get more of the profits back. These can bring in anywhere from a couple thousand dollars to some leaders even reported the $20,000 range that the fun runs are in, but they typically are a little bit lower than the 
prior activities we mentioned. One tip for success here is to share with parents how to use the items. Now, that may seem obvious, you know, you buy chocolates, you eat chocolates. But what I mean is a little more specifically. So with chocolates, for example, holding it over Valentine's Day and sending to parents either in paper or an online template for them to print with tags that they could tape on the chocolate box that said things like, happy Valentine's Day to the world's finest blank, father, mother, child, grandparent, etc. Or again, with chocolates, sharing with them that they could freeze them for up to six months and use them at a later time. Similarly, with popcorn, pairing it with a movie night at the school or during selling during cool times of year where people may be indoors and watching movies or even centered around a new movie release that is anticipated in your community can really incentivize participation in those kinds of events. If you need ideas on this kind of thing, asking the company you're working with is a great place to start. The second place is look on Pinterest or of course, Facebook in one of these groups. There are some really great and creative ideas out there and getting that out to parents will really help to boost participation and fundraising. Finally, I have some honorable mentions. In the over $20,000 fundraising is kindness-based fundraising companies. So this is something newer. I haven't seen this a lot. I've been involved with PTA and PTO fundraising for the last five years, and I haven't seen these companies pop up much. And so it was an interesting concept to me. They are fundraising companies that focus on supporting your school values or supporting general values of kindness. And similar to a fun run, you get pledges based on acts of kindness, for example. So people really get behind the mission here of this type of fundraising, and that makes it a successful event. In the ten dollars to $20,000 range, balloons for seniors or some sort of gift for seniors, that can be really popular. I've seen leaders charge $5 per balloon and parents get, let's say, a group of 10 balloons. The balloons are then delivered right around graduation time so that parents can either have them in their home, give them to their graduate, but celebrate the graduate in some way. In this same range, an event to, uh, excuse me, a semi-pro or local event, sporting event that you sell tickets to, or a food event, for example, a crab feed, a barbecue, maybe even somebody at your school that is known for fantastic food puts something on at a local park. In the 10K or under range, we have things like food trucks. Penny Wars is a great one that really gets the community engaged or a raffle separate and apart from your auction. Regardless of which fundraiser you're going to do this year, and maybe you'll do several, there were some takeaways from what makes the fundraisers very successful. First of all, producing a video that you can share really gets people engaged. So some companies actually help you produce a video that's individualized per child when you're doing fundraising for something like a fun run, for example, but you can also produce your own video. You can do something pretty simple, keep it on a YouTube link, 
share it out and get people excited about it. It's a different medium to communicate with people. Email, it tends to get lost, especially these days where people are doing so much more electronically, whereas a video can really resonate. Another tip is to gather testimonials, turn them into quotes, and share them in your materials. So the testimonial should be from students at your school, and they can be about what the PTA has done for them or what something the PTA supports has done for them. Let me give you an example. If your PTA funds some of the arts curriculum at your school, for example, you could have a quote from a student or a family that shares what art means to them. You could even pair that with some of the student art, creating a really neat flyer in something like Canva and sharing that out. That really brings the message home of what the PTA does and why you're fundraising. I mentioned this several times before, but I'll mention it again since we're nearing the end of the episode here. Post frequently. Things get lost in people's newsfeed, inbox, etc. So get the word out there often. Get it out in different methods. If you're schooling in person, flyers in the backpack. If you're doing solely online communications, get it in a newsletter, post it on social media, post it on your PTA website, even your school website, ask the principal to send it out if they do a separate newsletter. All of those mechanisms can really help. Even getting the teachers involved and having them mention it during class will make sure that your community knows about an event going on or a fundraising activity going on, and will encourage participation. Explain to your parents how this fits in, in other words, with the um, items you're selling, like the retailer catalog items, how they can use these items, as well as how the fundraising dollars are being used. You can create really simple graphics in programs like PowerPoint or Canva that show where the dollars are spent. Show it visually. Parents want to know why they are fundraising. And sharing that why really helps to get the community engaged and gets people feeling good. And finally, make sure to encourage people to check with their employers for employer matching. Employer matching is typically part of giving campaigns, but it can also be relevant to auctions or event-based fundraising. So make sure that your parents know that those types of programs are available and that they check with their employers. I hope this was some helpful information that you'll noodle on over the summer and turn it into fall fundraising plans so that you can meet your fundraising goals and we can all continue to support our children make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school to subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on this show, we share additional resources on our company blog at www.k12clothing.com. We'll see you next week in the Multipurpose Room.